Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Thursday. It is the 25th of May. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. U.S. Senator Tim Scott was in Iowa yesterday for the first time since announcing he's running for the Republican presidential nomination. The senator from South Carolina is relatively unknown in a field dominated by former President Donald Trump. IPR's Clay Masters has more from Sioux City. I did enjoy our time together. I look forward to coming back, and if I come back, I hope you will come back too and bring a couple of friends. God bless you. Senator Scott spoke and took questions from an audience at a machine and supply company. He told stories about growing up, said biofuels fit perfectly in his energy policy, and took a couple questions about race. Here is the emerging prejudice I see in America. It's the liberal elite black and white that wants to tell me to stay in my place. Scott is the only black Republican in the U.S. Senate. Krishna Fair was impressed with him. I like what he has to say, and I just wanted to take this opportunity, since we are so close, just to hear him in person. And I love his hope. Scott's visit came the same day Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced his presidential bid. Federal lawmakers still haven't agreed on raising the U.S. debt ceiling, and it means the country could be unable to pay bills as early as June 1st. Josephine Gittler is the director of the National Health Law and Policy Resource Center at the University of Iowa College of Law. She says this could affect Iowans who rely on federally supported health care programs like Medicare, Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act's subsidized health plans. In a worst-case scenario, you know, the system is at risk. The whole health care system is at risk if it loses a source of a major source of its funding for its, for its infrastructure, so to speak. Gittler says it is unclear exactly what will happen if lawmakers don't reach an agreement. As Iowa's nutrient reduction strategy reaches its 10-year mark, the state's ag secretary says there are signs of momentum for conservation, even if the state's far from the mark on water quality. Here's IPR's Grant Gerlach. To mark the anniversary, ag groups held a field day on a Polk County farm held as a conservation model. A cereal rye cover crop stood waist-high where soybeans will grow, preventing nutrients from washing into an adjacent creek. The most recent data shows an uptick in cover crops on Iowa farmland, nearly 3 million acres. But that's only about a quarter of what's recommended by the nutrient reduction strategy. You know, we think, need to think of multi-decades here in terms of uh, the work that needs to be done. That's Iowa Ag Secretary Mike Neg. He says conservation is accelerating going into the strategy's second decade. What we're seeing now is more partners that are coming to this effort that, that hadn't been doing this kind of work before. Neg points to a Polk County program that's installed more than 100 nitrate removal projects in the last two years by planning and funding dozens at once. Woodbury County supervisors are further limiting where wind turbines can be built. A new ordinance says turbines cannot be built within two miles of the city limits of any community in the county. The old limit was 600 feet. Some Woodbury County residents, like Moville Mayor Jim Fisher, had hoped for even larger setbacks. At our last council meeting, which was last Wednesday evening, uh, we went ahead and had this on the agenda as far as setbacks. Uh, it was brought forward, and it was unanimous by our city council that we'd like to have the setbacks from city limits five miles. 
Fisher says he's concerned views around Moville will be ruined by wind turbine structures. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's annual Click It or Ticket campaign to encourage seatbelt use is underway ahead of the holiday weekend. It comes as traffic fatalities in the state are higher than previous years. Cedar Rapids Gazette says as of yesterday, there have been 122 traffic-related deaths in Iowa so far this year. It's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.